In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Canite tuba in Sion. Blow the trumpet in the church of God. Gather the people from the old to the young ones, that all may sanctify these days of a fest. My brethren, we have in these words of the prophet Joel a solemn call to penance, a call which the church addresses to each one of us at the start of Lent. From the old to the young ones, we are all called to observe with zeal and devotion these 40 days of penance. The first one to have observed these days was Moses in the Old Testament. The holy man was called by God to climb the Mount Sinai. And there he stayed for 40 days and 40 nights without, without any food or drink. And after this time of purification, by prayer and penance, he was found worthy to receive from the hands of God himself the two tablets of the commandments. The second one to have observed these holy days was the prophet Elijah. One day, Elijah was very sad in his heart. And in his prayer, he said to the Lord, Lord, I cannot take it anymore. I had enough. The man of God felt he didn't have enough spiritual strength to continue his life, to continue with his vocation. And in his sadness, he fell asleep. But an angel of God came and woke him up and told him, Get up and eat. And Elijah saw close to him some bread and a jar of water. So he ate and drank of this mysterious food. And then he was able to walk for 40 days and 40 nights without any other nourishment until he reached Mount Horeb where he received a vision of God. And we cannot forget to mention the prophet Jonah and the Ninevites. God had sent Jonah to preach repentance to the people of the great city of Nineveh. That people had forsaken God, and each one was living according to his own passions and desires. But God in his mercy 
wanted to save Nineveh. And that's why he sent his prophet to warn the people that if they did not repent, if they did not change their ways, the city would be destroyed. So the prophet Jonah came into the city and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be destroyed. They had forty days to change their lives, to amend their ways. And the men of Nineveh believed in God, and they proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least. And the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he rose up out of his throne, and cast away his robe from him, and was clothed in sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published in Nineveh, from the mouth of the king and of his princes, saying, Let neither man nor beasts, oxen nor sheep, Taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. And let men and beasts be covered with sackcloth and cry to the Lord with all their strength. And let them turn everyone from his evil ways and from the iniquity that is in their hands. And God saw their works. God saw they did penance and turned from their evil ways. And the Lord had mercy on them. So we have these examples in the Old Testament of the observance of these 40 days. A mysterious tradition that we received from Moses and Elijah. And that we can also see in the repentance of the Ninevites. But we have still a higher, a greater witness to the sacredness of these 40 days of penance. We have the witness of Christ our Lord Himself. Our Lord after being baptized by John in the Jordan River, was led by the Spirit to the desert, where he remained for 40 days and 40 nights, without any food or drink. The Lord is the one who consecrated this fast of 40 days by his own example. And he gave it to the apostles. And through the apostles, he gave this fast to the entire church. That we all may imitate our master. If he, the Lord, who is innocence itself, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, how can I, 
sinful as I am, pretend that I don't need to do penance. The Lord didn't need to do penance. But if He fasted for 40 days, it was with the intent to teach us that we must do penance. That we must observe the sacred days of a fast. So I urge you to observe these days with zeal, with devotion, knowing that during Lent, the church is with the Lord Jesus in the desert. And that's where you and I are supposed to be as well, spiritually in the desert, with the Lord. Purifying ourselves with prayer, with penance, and doing works of charity. This is Lent, my brethren. But I have to confess that it causes a pain and deep sadness to see people spending these holy days of Lent as if they were not days of penance. Instead of a fast, they feast. It is important to remember that no one, no one can be called a faithful Catholic if he despises these holy days of penance, if he somehow profanes the sacred 40 days of Lent. So we have to be vigilant about the way we spend these days, that we may not do anything that could be inappropriate for such sacred time. In the office of Matins, during Lent, the Church tells us the following. More sparing, therefore, let us make the words we speak, the food and drink we take, our sleep and amusements, and closer buried be every sense in holy God. More sparing, therefore, let us make the words we speak, the food and drink we take, our sleep and amusements. So the first thing that the church teaches us in these words is, there, is that during this time of land, we are called to mortify our tongue. 
So we have to try to speak less in quantity. But especially, we are to be attentive about what we say. That we are not saying anything that's not good. In this way, gossip, detraction, bad words, things that are always bad, during Lent, they are worse. Because they go completely against the spirit of Lent. The second thing that we learn is that during these days, we are to mortify our bodies by taking away some food and drink. The church asks this from us, to take away from us some food and drink. In this way, to give way to gluttony, to give way to gluttony in food, to give way to intemperance in drink, would constitute a profanation of the sacred fast of Lent. The third thing we learn is that the church also calls our attention against laziness. We can rest, of course, but we are to avoid laziness and idleness, which nowadays is manifested mainly by people spending hours in front of the screen, of the TV, or the internet, without any truly good purpose. So we are to avoid laziness and idleness. We are to avoid wasting time. Especially during this season of Lent. And lastly, the church teaches us to refrain from certain amusements which would not be compatible with this time of penance. A board game that we play, a sport that we play, if done with moderation, is not a problem. However, dancing, for example, dancing, would not be compatible with land, would not be appropriate to this holy season of penance. I'm not saying that a modest dance is always forbidden. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that dancing does not belong to land. Because it goes against the gravity and the spirit of penance that we all must have during this time.
In the Holy Scriptures, it says that there is a time for everything. So we should not be surprised that there are things which are not fitting during this time of Lent. So my brethren, I hope these considerations can help you to spend these sacred 40 days of Lent in the spirit that the Church wants you to have during this time. Remember, during these 40 days, we are to be in the desert with our Lord. So persevere to the end. If you come to fall, stand up and continue to walk, because worse than falling is to remain on the ground. So have courage, but also have joy in your heart. Joy. These holy days of penance are a wonderful gift, a gift of the mercy of God. So we can do some penance. So we can do some reparation for our sins. Who knows? Perhaps this is your last land here on earth. So you should not waste this opportunity. But let us imitate the Ninevites and turn away from our sins and be more faithful to God. May Our Lady of Sorrows intercede for us that we may spend a good land for the glory of God and the salvation of our souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.